What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Thursday, October 21st, 2021, and welcome to another edition of the Study Session, episode number 130. Here with your host, Jeremy Ritz, that's me. So grateful that you're joining me here today. My gratitude to you and appreciation for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to the Study Sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast, reading my work. It means the world to me. Please continue to share with your family and friends. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Let's connect. Drop me a line. Send me a question. I'll get it on the show. Would love to make connections out there with all of you in Steelers Nation. And I also want to reference the other podcast that I do with Jim Wexel. His site is the Still City Insider. Every week on Tuesday mornings, we record at 5 a.m. We get a new podcast up no later than 6.15. Jim is a wealth of Steelers knowledge. He's been covering the team since 1995. It's a great time, but make sure you check that out. We will not have an episode next week, being that there won't be a game this Sunday. But there will be an episode up following the game against the Cleveland Browns, and that will be on November 2nd. So be sure to check that out. It is linked in the show notes. But here we go, studying episode number 130. Covering a couple news nuggets here. TJ Watt had a beast game against the Seahawks, and if it wasn't for him and that strip sack, the fumble being recovered by Devin Bush. The Steelers aren't in a position to win that game. He single-handedly took that game upon his shoulders and had really a defining moment in his career to where his play took over the game and resulted in the victory. Now, it wasn't a consequential game like a playoff or to win the division championship, but it does show that Watt has that skill, ability, and talent level to turn the complexion of a game. And he was named the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, which is a nice feather in his cap and a step along the process to winning the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Now, he's got a lot of work ahead of him to win that title, but it's a step in the right direction. He's got seven sacks so far. We'll see what he does following the bye week and those final 11 games. And speaking of outside linebackers, Bud Dupree, who was a free agent last year, there was talk about whether or not the Steelers would re-sign him. They did not, and ultimately he went to Tennessee. So far, he has not had much, if any, production at all as a Titan. And looking at his performance with Pittsburgh, you have to wonder how much of that was a result of playing opposite T.J. Watt. And with Alex Highsmith emerging, coming on, it looks like the Steelers made the right decision. But we'll get a chance to see that live and up close in person whenever the Steelers take on the Titans later on in December of this year. Some other notes to point out here. Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield has a torn labrum. 
which is not going to heal itself during the season. He's going to be playing with that injury for the rest of the year. And he has been ruled out for the Thursday night contest against the Denver Broncos. Case Keenum is going to get the start. And that really sets that Browns team back. Now, here's the bigger question. Is Mayfield going to be ready for the Halloween contest against the Steelers? And with extra time to rest and recover, you would think that he's going to be ready to go. But if the Steelers can generate a significant pass rush in that game, how long he stays in that contest is up for speculation. So the Browns struggling right now, not getting positive news on the injury front, something to monitor as time progresses here in the AFC North. And this weekend, we got no Steelers football. It's a little break. And you know what? As much as the players need a break and to get away from the game, be with their family and friends, recharge, we need it as well as Steelers fans. Because I'm sure a lot of you out there, like me, watching that game Sunday night, being up late as all get out, and then my heart pounding through my chest as... The outcome was up in the air. We deserve the bye week too to disconnect. But there are a lot of things we're going to be paying attention to following the bye in terms of any changes to the starting lineup. Really going to be paying close attention to the tackle positions and what's going to happen there. Dan Moore has a hip injury. Not sure if that's going to keep him out of the contest against the Browns if he will be healthy by then, but it could be a convenient excuse to make a shift if Zach Banner is in fact ready to come back and play. And if that that is the case, Banner's going to get the start at the right side, shifting Chukawoma Okorafor over to the left side, which is his natural position. Now, Moore hasn't played poorly, but he hasn't been great. He's a rookie. He struggles with speed rushers. But if ever there was an opportunity to make a switch, it's going to be in that Browns game off of the bye. And I could really see that happening. But as I've said on the study sessions in the Still Study podcast before, we still don't know what type of player Banner is. He's unproven. We don't know what he's going to be able to contribute. And the other part there is, can he stay healthy? Because he hasn't shown that he could do that. So those are the two uncertainties surrounding his play with the Steelers. A, whether or not he could be effective. And B, whether or not he could stay healthy to remain on the field. Another position that I'm going to be paying close attention to will be wide receiver. With the injury to Juju Smith-Schuster. This team is currently in flux in terms of trying to figure out how they're going to compensate for his absence. There are a lot of different things they could do. They, I thought, were going to give James Washington an opportunity this past weekend. 
He must not have been fully recovered from his injury. Ray Ray McLeod got most of the snaps there. Was not really effective. So you would have to think that Washington's going to get a lot more playing time this weekend, a lot more opportunities in the receiving game. And maybe, and what I'd like to see is Steven Sims, a wide receiver that's currently on the team's practice squad, I'd like to see him get called up because not only does he bring you more than what McLeod does in the receiving game, he's also a decent receiver. So I want to see if there's any movement in that area. I also want to see from a personnel perspective if Anthony McFarlane is activated and what that means for running backs Benny Snell and Kalen Balaj on the roster, if that means it's the end for one of them. If I had my choosing, Benny Snell would be taking Benny Snell football elsewhere. We'd be sticking with Balaj. But not only that, want to see what McFarlane can do in this offense, being that he was with Canada, Matt Canada in Maryland. The only problem I foresee is the offensive line and its run blocking. McFarlane is a bit hesitant in his approach in the running game. And with the penetration, the O-line has been given up. And with Harris getting hit in the backfield as he has been, not sure if his running style really aligns with what this offensive line can do. So interested to see what happens there as well. Defensively, is Stephon it going to be healthy enough to practice? Will he be able to play against Cleveland? Probably not. Whatever is going on there, it's taking much longer than was anticipated with that knee on top of the tragedy he experienced in his family. The team surely could use to it back on that defensive line. Carlos Davis, is he going to recover from his injury? Will he be ready for the Browns to provide a, a bit more depth there? So a lot of things to think about over the bye week. These are just a few that I've been contemplating here recently as the Steelers regroup, take a look at what has been working, what hasn't been, and make some adjustments. And studying, 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 studying. With that, that is the end the conclusion of episode number 130 of the study session. Want to, again, just thank you so much for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me, so my gratitude to you for that. Thank you so much. Would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Can't believe it's Thursday, a practice Friday, a pre-Friday, a Friday Eve already. Gearing up for the weekend. The Browns taking on the Broncos tonight. I will be watching, cheering for another Browns loss. 
And we'll be back here again on Friday for another session to close out the week. But in the meantime, remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everybody. Have a great day. Out.